0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about how men now are supposed, especially young men, are supposed to be doing the um, physical labor and the emotional labor. And frequently, this just flips the entire script such that women really do not have much left to do at all, and uh, why this just doesn't really work and is not a uh, palatable or you know, uh, effective long-term solution for marital distress. Uh, We will get to that as soon as I tell you to subscribe. Most recent subscriber episode was Why Women Dream About Their Exes. And there's over probably 145 others by now. And so please do subscribe. Join my Facebook group too. Follow me on all social media. And uh, yeah, that is what you should be doing. So anyway... I see a lot of young guys, they have it drilled into them that the woman is not supposed to do, quote, emotional labor. And I've talked about emotional labor and how I think that that's bullshit in many regards. And people are just, anything that you don't want to do now is called emotional labor. And some of it you don't have to do, you don't want to do, and you don't have to do. So for example, you know, uh, Christmas cards, you don't have to. And if you don't want to, Why does he have to? Why does anybody have to? You know, or uh, emotional labor of talking to family members or a recent one I saw was on having to put the child in the clothes that were bought by a family member when the family member visits. I didn't even know that that was like a thing. And if you, if, if, certainly if I remembered to do that, I would be so proud of myself. I would definitely want the credit for it for sure. And that's what the interesting thing is to me is like, so if men become the one who does um, all of, as much emotional labor as possible and as much physical childcare as possible, which it seems to be is very much the trend. Uh, you know, to do bedtime, bath time, uh, frequently solo, um, then what does the woman do? You know, so, and especially because rates of depression are higher in women than they are in men. And I'm the first to say that. I see it all in my practice. I've struggled with depression. Here's the thing about depression. If you don't do anything, especially if you don't do anything useful, it gets worse. So the bad thing that I see is that a lot of women are being freed up by the man doing all the emotional labor and all the physical labor to do nothing, to lay down because they don't feel good or because they are a highly sensitive person who needs recharge time. I'm a highly sensitive person too. I understand people need recharge time. I understand that it's great to take a break and healthy. The break should not be the whole night. Right, And I'm seeing this happen more and more. And I have a podcast about it. Uh, Are there really men who do everything? Yeah, they are. And that's also called enabling. So there are these videos by these younger men on the internet that where they're trying to take off all the emotional labor from her, and they're very, they congratulate themselves by saying, oh, I figured out everything to do, so I can do all of uh, everything that the kid eats, I know, everything that the kid um, needs, I know, everything they can wear, everything they could do, everything at school, I, in fact, have put myself to be the emergency contact so that she is not bothered, and then it's like, what does she do? Well, she does macro-level kind of decision-making, like, where does the kid go to camp. So how is this better? First of all, what is she doing with her evening? But second of all, like, This has then swung the other direction. You know, we used to be in the father's knows best kind of era in the 50s. The man would say, oh, I think our son should go to this boarding school. And that was like pretty much his involvement. And she did all the day-to-day bullshit of making him sandwiches and getting him, you know, uh, doctor's appointments. So now that's supposed to be the guy and the woman is supposed to do all the macro level stuff. That doesn't make sense. How does that make sense? It's still not... In any way, partners, you know, those two people are not both respected the same amount, you know. So now and and I see it because a lot of couples will tell me that the kid says, oh, I know like who the boss is. The boss is mommy. How is that better than saying the boss is daddy, which everybody knows is bad now. Everybody knows that's bad. You shouldn't say the boss is daddy. Why is it better to say the boss is mommy? It's not so I see more and more that it's flipping, you know, like the pendulum swings and all sociological trends. And now the man is up doing a lot of the shit work and isn't allowed to make real executive executive decisions, but makes executive decisions now to the level of what should the child have for snack, because that shit is boring, and she doesn't care, so she doesn't want to engage on it. She wants to pick out, like, you know, what are the fun family activities we do? Where does the child go to school? Where does the child go to camp? And in terms of, you know, packing the lunchbox, she don't give a shit. Nobody wants to do it, so now he does it. And so how is that any better, right? That's no better. If one person is in charge of the macro interesting um, decision making stuff, the autonomous agentic things that make you feel, you know, like a like a worthwhile person with a brain. And then one person's only supposed to be a set of hands. Why? How is it better for one gender to be for a different gender to be the set of hands? That doesn't make any sense. And so and also the same emotional labor. Now he is trying to take over her emotional labor by guessing and mind reading what she considers to be emotionally laborious, not being able to make his own decisions about it still. So now he is put in the one down role, whereas the woman used to be in the one down role. You know, oh, we all have to be quiet when daddy comes home from work because daddy wants to relax. How is that different? I see that exact same thing in a lot of the younger couples I see that They got to be quiet because mommy needs to relax. Okay, kids can learn to be quiet sometimes so that a parent can relax. But if one parent's uh, mental health and need for quiet and solitude is always taking precedence and the other person is always managing the children such that the other person doesn't get triggered or upset... That's not a good situation, no matter whether we call it what a man deserves when he gets home from work or whether we call it what a highly sensitive woman needs to recharge. It doesn't matter because still it's one person is calling all of the shots and the other person is wrangling the children and trying to keep them away from the other person who they are enabling to be kind of more difficult because they're always uh, getting that uh, in any way that they're difficult the other person is trying to allow them to continue being difficult in that way. So if the woman needs to lay down for an hour in the evenings, that is usually depression. You know, that usually is, is there's something wrong there? If you cannot get through your evening without retreating for an hour of it, that's a problem, right? Cause think about, it, he can't do that. So in these households, he can't do that. And again, again, Sure, if he is more physically strong and physically competent, great, that's wonderful. It's really nice for him to pick up the slack. If it were understood as that, if that were considered, wow, that's awesome, I'm the luckiest woman in the world. However, instead, it's... He's just basically doing the baseline, and uh, I still do the high-level management, which is why I'm so stressed out all the time. And, of course, goes without saying that this couple is not having sex. I mean, it doesn't even, you don't even have to say it it's just so obvious. And, of course, when you ask, it is obvious they, they do not have sex. <laughs> but, and that is because sex is something for him, and everything that is done for him is bad. And, I mean, that is where things are swinging. You know, that is truly where things are swinging, not in all couples, of course, but in the younger, more liberal educated couples. This is what I see. And that is that's the truth. (laughs) And it, it can't be right. It can't be right because it wouldn't be right if it was the woman. For any woman that said, my husband gets home from work and he has to lay down for an hour while I try to do all the stuff for dinner and bedtime and bath. And then he comes out and he picks which of the things And this is like normal on social media. This is like great. Like if the man, the man lets her pick which chore she wants to do. So then she always gets the one that she wants to do. That's very nice if it was appreciated, but somehow it's become the default that that he should do the one that sucks more. Because why? Because I guess he's a man. I don't know why. So he does it. And she gets to always pick the thing that she would rather do. So she, if if anybody said, my husband has to get home from work, he has to lay down for an hour. Then we get up and he picks which of the things he wants to do with the kids. People would be like, dump his ass. What an asshole. What a Neanderthal, you know, doesn't he understand that we've, you know, things are equal now. But yet I hear this as something very similar a lot. And I say, but how is this in any way even? How is this one equal? And and sometimes it's really not even interrogated. Because the woman feels so overwhelmed, she seems to think that there needs to be some sort of uh, restitution made. Because she feels so overwhelmed, it must be such an overwhelming situation, which he should then help with. So that's where the logical fallacy comes in. If you feel overwhelmed, that does not mean that something unjust is happening. You can interrogate how you feel too and think, am I depressed? Am I anxious? Is something wrong with me that I find the normative uh, routine of a family to be massively overwhelming and I need my husband to take over three quarters of it, minimum? I mean, that that is the truth. And it it would be like a guy saying, I have to drink because this house is so crazy. These kids are so loud. I have to drink every night. Women would be like, that's a lie. That's not true. But, you know, you have an alcohol problem. You got to go get your alcohol problem treated because and stop blaming this family. Well, it's exactly the same thing. If a woman says that she constantly feels so overwhelmed that she cannot engage um, with the family as much as the guy can, that's something to interrogate within her. That's not a structural problem. The structural problem in her family has already been obviated by him taking on the lion's share of the stuff. She remains feeling overwhelmed. That is an internal problem. That's a depression, anxiety problem. Even, and, and there's certainly people that try antidepressants and try therapy and it doesn't work. But there's more people that don't even try it because it does work for many, therapy and medication and or it work for a lot of people that don't even try it because they are framing their issue as some sort of social gender issue and not saying, why do I feel so overwhelmed? by something that I'm expecting my husband not to feel overwhelmed by. And I mean, that, that is the question. The question is, why do I consistently feel unhappy, overwhelmed, never want to have sex, never want to be intimate, feel like every day is hard? If you feel like every day is hard, You know, and it's not like that you have a newborn baby or somebody just died or, you know, you are, in fact, solo parenting for weeks because your husband is traveling, you have no help, um, or it's like a real fire drill at work and you're an accountant and you're coming up to April 15th. like if this is just like the normal way that you feel is that everything is hard or everything in family life is hard and there is never a break and you never catch a break and no matter how much you give to your husband, you still feel like you are responsible for the majority of all of the things in the home or the upper level management of of things like having to give him a list for the grocery. Remember, you're the one who wants the stuff on the list. So it's, it's funny because... Sometimes the guy will get it. He knows what he wants to eat. He knows what the kids want to eat, but he doesn't know what she wants to eat because he's not inside her head. And frequently, so so for example, he'll go and get all the stuff from, from the store and she'll say, no, because I don't like this and I don't like this. And in fact, I don't want the kids to eat this or this even though they like it. And so basically she goes and corrects it and says that he didn't do a good job grocery shopping. But can you imagine in the inverse, you don't really have to imagine because it was how things were years ago, which was equivalently unfair and led to the way that things are now, which has now swung the complete opposite direction. But so that the woman goes grocery shopping, the man looks in the fridge and says, I don't like this, I don't like that, you know what, you really shouldn't buy all that garbage for the children, people would be up in arms, you know? People would be like, what a dick, why doesn't he just go grocery shopping and then if he he doesn't like stuff, you know, fuck him, She's she's trying to run the house and does she have to know what he likes, you know, if he changed what he likes or if he liked a different sandwich meat or whatever, like, and why is he criticizing what she's doing for the children? She's the one who went. But think about how it would be now in the gender inverse. He went to the grocery store. He should know what she wants to eat. All he would have to do is observe it. Meanwhile, it changes like all the time, like anybody, any adult, you know, likes to eat different things at different times, different things are in season, what have you, you know. And the kids, certainly, it, he can know what the kids will eat. Plus, they're kids. If that's in their lunchbox, that's what they're going to eat. But... He didn't do it well enough because he didn't know this or that about the health or about this or or whatever she prefers. So it's turned into that it used to be that a woman dancing around to do whatever the man preferred was bad. 100% agree. No human being should do that should be like the kind of slave dancing around to to make the other person happy and never getting it exactly right and, and protecting the other person from having any sort of stress or anything. But then, of course, it shouldn't be the other way either. Right. It shouldn't be that the man has to do that for the woman. So what's happened is that because it was so bad when the guy was in charge and acting very condescending and all of that, and, you know, oh, wait till your father gets home type of thing that he's the head of household, you know, now it's switched the other way. And it's equivalently unfair, right? It's equivalently one person just never um, really gets to rest because they are always trying, they're walking on eggshells around a difficult other person. This is, of course, not all couples, you know, obviously. But this is a trend that I see, and if it resonates with you, it would be time to get into couples counseling, right? Because this is not going to go well. And it particularly is not going to go well because there's a complete absence of any affection because it turns into that one is the boss and that one is the employee, and that just does not really make for an affectionate, loving, certainly not sexual relationship which is finally when some of the guys do come into couples counseling and they don't even say anything about the imbalance that's in the home or the fact that they never get to make decisions or that they don't get to pick what emotional labor even is. They just have to, you know, execute it now based on whatever she thinks. They do say, though, I haven't had sex in five months. I mean, they do say that. So, you know, don't wait until that point. If this sort of dynamic characterizes your relationship, there are multiple things to do. One of them is couples counseling. One of them could be thinking more clearly. Wait, hold on a second. Why does she get so upset by everything? You know, I mean, is that normal? You know, is is that truly a sociological condition the way that she thinks? Or is she maybe depressed? You know, when I think about it, should she really be sleeping that much? You know, I don't know. I mean, she she, she seems to be unhappy like all the time. Is she supposed to be unhappy all the time? You know, probably not. Huh? Maybe it's not what I think. maybe it's not that I haven't memorized the the emotional labor needs well enough. Maybe she's depressed, maybe she's anxious, maybe she's postpartum, and in that case, certainly, getting into couples counseling would help because a therapist will be able to spot that and 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 say what of her behavior is depression, what is anxiety, and what is maybe you really don't split as much of the shit as you think you do maybe you may maybe it is very important for her to um you know, tell you what to do and when to do it because you have terrible ADHD and you don't remember what to do. I mean, who knows? But um, anyway, this could be a a good one to think about, a different way to think about a dynamic and certainly a trend that I have spotted. And I hope you found it interesting. I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a great day.